Parenting at the best of times can be challenging. Then it comes to the summer vacation or the summer holidays and our routines change, our kids' routines change and we all want to have a wonderful time together and create magical memories. But how do we actually take this time over the summer and really make it a successful summer with our kids? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, where we share real life wisdom to upgrade your everyday life. I'm Gila Ross, and I'm a wife, I'm a mother of eight kids, um, I'm a Robertson, and author. My book's coming out um, in the next couple of months. I'm also a positive parenting, a certified positive parenting educator with, I really, my, my passion is really helping parents to, to just, you know, be the best they are, bring out the best in their kids and really enjoy it while they're, while they're doing it. Because look, let's be honest, nowadays, I think, you know, parenting, we have a lot of, for most of us as parents, we have a lot on, right? We're not just looking after one baby, right? That in itself is a, is a full-time job, but we have so much on as it is. And we, so parents are like so dedicated to wanting to do the best, to bring out the best for their kids. So that's what I'm, I'm here for, to kind of help the parents to become the best parents that they can be so that they can give their kids their best start in life and that they can actually enjoy the parenting, enjoy the time that we spend together. I also um, am the host of a, a podcast called The Power Up Podcast, where I, short, I share like short inspirational ideas that just to uplift and upgrade um your your life i do at the moment i'm doing one short um weekly podcast it's just a short idea that you can listen to um in at your convenience and um get something out of it so what's what's the idea about tonight right so it's the thing parenting for a lot of us right you may be feeling confident in other areas of life you may not be feeling confident in other areas of life but kids our kids have a way of just kind of reducing us to our knees kind of thing like it's like you know sometimes you can if you're if you're going out um out during the day or you're you know you're with other people you're in work for example and you can manage a whole team right and you come home and you try to put your little kids to bed and like it's it's, where where's it gone right and it it can be it can be really um and and because we care so much about our kids um we take it to heart so much when we can't connect with them and also and we when we can't get them to listen when we when we can't get them to cooperate and also it it brings so much stress into the relationship i don't know about you i have kids um I, you know, you have this vision of what it's like, what it's going to be like to parents, right? And you imagine sitting on the couch together, reading books, enjoying the company, um, um, with enjoying each other's company, right? You don't realize necessarily, you don't have that vision of how much time you're going to spend trying to get your kids to brush their teeth or trying to get your kids to do their homework, depending on what their age is or going to going to bed or whatever it is, right? And it, it can get to a point in parenting where you feel like all I'm doing is asking my kids to do things that they don't want to do and where has the joy gone? 
Now, on top of that comes summertime, right? So I know we have people from all across the world. Um, for, um, I'm in the UK at the moment. So in the UK, we just finished, um, for some of us, a week of what's called half term, which is kind of like school holidays. In England, it's called vacation. And we've got um, um, summer vacation coming up, summer holidays coming up in about um end of july so we've got another another six weeks or so before it i know for those of you who are in um, in different countries in in canada or the states etc or etc probably israel as well not sure where you when you um start your 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 summer summer's coming up much much faster and i specifically wanted to do this class before we start summer vacation because for some of us summer vacation you know it's 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 great right? We get to go away, whatever. But for us, if you're working, it's it's even harder because you're you're now you're working and your kids are not on a on a, on a full schedule and it depends what your 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 schedule is right if you have if you're you're in a place where the kids go to camp then great so you have somewhat of it is but it's it's a different routine and with that different routine sometimes it's a less of a routine and for some of us the kids are off school and out of a routine much much longer or if you're planning a family trip away that it's it's a disruption and it comes with it a whole host of of different parenting challenges and opportunities so the purpose of the class of the the session tonight is to kind of look at what the challenges of the summer what are the what are the opportunities of the summer and how can we survive the summer and, and really actually have a good time as a family together? So let's go. The first thing I want to say, right, probably not what you're expecting me to hear, is you're going to, sorry, oops, um, apologies about that, um, is you're going to fail. What do I mean by that is that um, this is really, really an important foundation in parenting is to realize that you're going to fail, right? Now, what's the aim of parenting? And if anyone wants to, to weigh in, you're welcome to weigh in and, and, and tell me, or you can you can um, put it in the chat. Sorry, let me just see if I can see the chat, because at the moment, oh, there we go. I can see the chat, so you're welcome to either unmute yourself and tell me like what the aim of parenting is, or you can put it in the chat. If anyone wants to do that, you are welcome to. If you, I'm going to, I'm going to um, um, say a little bit about it, right? When we think about what's the aim of parenting, and that's a whole nother discussion on its own. I've actually got a episode on my podcast that deals specifically with this. But a big part of the aim of parenting is that we want to bring out the best in our kids, right? We want to prepare our children for adulthood so they can be healthy, successful, moral, good people, right? Now, how do we get there? And this, this is the part that we get we get tricky. Is because we want our kids to be, you know, moral. We want them to, we want to pass on our values. We want them to be happy. We want them to be successful. We want them to be healthy. We want them to be resilient, right? All these things that we want from them. And the question is, how do we get there? Now, what's very important to, to, to know is that there's no such thing as perfect parenting right every single parent messes up every single parent is going to mess up right what we're aiming for is the good enough parents right now when we understand this when we realize that you know what i'm gonna mess up 
it's a paradigm shift, right? It changes, right? Because when we can kind of say to ourselves, yeah, yeah, I'm going to mess up, then we can, we, we, we can have, we, we can sort of give ourselves permission to fail. And then we can actually use those failures to, to get to where we're trying to get to with parenting. What do I mean by that is, is that there's a lot of research on this that shows that um, and this comes from from the Gottman Love Lab Institute, right? That they 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 interviewed, they researched couples, right? And and they got to a point where they were able to um, they were able to predict, I think, with a ninety seven percent accuracy, which couples would stay together and which wouldn't. And what did they 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 discover is that it's not so much what happens in the relationship, right? It's not so much those conflict, those areas of mistakes that 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 matter. It's how the how they come back together. It's the repair, right? So what this means for us as parents and is is that we're gonna mess up. We are going to do things wrong, right? Like someone messaged me um after when she saw my fly and she's like, really you don't yell at your kids? And I'm like, I wish I didn't, right? We're all going to do things wrong. And when we realize we're going to do things wrong, we'll know how to repair it. What does that mean? It means that yeah, I made a mistake, but now do I have the, the strength, the fortitude to, to say to my child, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. And, and again, this is, a, this is a, um, um, if anyone wants to know more, because there is a difference between um, apologizing for our overreaction versus discipline versus disciplining, right? You know, if you, and, and this is if anyone wants to know afterwards, you can you can ask me after after afterwards. But um, um, we can apologize for the things that we've done wrong. And when we apologize for the things that done wrong, we repair the relationship. And what we do there is we threaten the relationship, actually. And we actually help our kids become more resilient. Right. Because they, they're not going to grow up and be in a world where they, where it's not perfect. Right. And if they can see that other people make mistakes, they're not going to hold themselves to a standard of, of being perfect because they'll see, you know, even my parents messed up. They made mistakes they, they, and, and they said and they, they, they and and through that process will teach them what to do when you make a mistake. Right. So that's number one is very, very important. Get that into your head. Remember, give yourself permission to not be perfect. You just have to be good enough, right? And when you're not perfect, when you do something that you're not thrilled about, you can repair, you can go back and you can talk to your child about it. You can give yourself the grace to kind of say, you know what, I wasn't perfect. This is what I'm going to do to fix it. This is what I can learn from it. And that really is going to take a lot of the pressure off it. And it's going to be a huge tool in building a strong relationship with your kids and helping them become resilient and teaching them your values. Second thing is, and this is where the opportunities of summertime come in, right? Because when we we're, um, we actually learned this from Egypt, when we, um, the Jews were, when when Joseph was in prison in Egypt, um, Pharaoh Pari had a dream, and he was asked to interpret the dream. And in the dream, there were seven years of plenty, right? Seven years where there was so much food, so much produce, it was amazing. And that was followed by seven years of, of famine, right? When there wasn't enough. And what is what, what, what's so brilliant about Yosef, it wasn't just that he was able to interpret the dream, but he was also able to plan for it. Because what his brilliance was, um, he told 
He told Parry, yes, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have seven years of plenty. And you're going to have, that's going to be followed by seven years of famine. Now, everyone else, when they would have heard that, would have said, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? What's the point, right? What's the point of having all this if we're going to lose it afterwards? But this is what Yosef tells him. Yosef tells him, you know what you're going to do? You're going to use those seven years of plenty to plan for the seven years of famine. And this is an analogy for our life, right? Because we have seasons where you know, we have plenty, right? Which means is we, you know, it's calm. We have plenty of time, plenty of resources, plenty of headspace, right? And then there are times that 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 where things are more stressed, right? It's kind of like a famine, and it's it's you know, it's it's a pattern in life, right? It's a pattern that life in life that we all go through. That there are seasons in life. There are seasons where we are more busy, more stressed. And we have less to give to ourselves, to others, to our kids, everything, right? And there are seasons where we have more, where, we, you know, things are easier. And it's, it's, it's normal and to be expected. And what we have to do is we have to learn to ride the waves. How do we do that is by, by the same thing that we just said, that the years of plenty, the, the, the seasons, when, you when it's more relaxed, use them to plan for when it's not going to be. And it also happens in our day as well, right? Again, what, what do I mean by this? Is that there are, day, there are times in our day where it's quieter, where we, where, you know, it's easier, it's smoother. We can sit down, we can have a coffee, coffee. we can finish a thought, right? And then there are times which kind of, I like to call them transition times, where it's, it's more intense, right? It's busy, 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 right? Sometimes, let's say during the school year, that time, that transition time is either when the kids all come home from school or when you're coming home um, um, after work, right? And or bedtime can be a transition time or wake, you know, getting the kids ready for school. All those sorts, sorts of times are transitions times. So what we have to do is we have to be intentional about our quiet times so that we can be in the transition time. I'll give an example of this, right? For example, if you know your kids are coming home at 3.45, right? And you know, they come home and it's busy and they all want to talk to you and they're hungry and they want to give, if you can, take 10, 15 minutes to do what you need to do to collect yourself. Sit down, have a cup of coffee, right? So, you know, think it through. What, whatever it is, go for a walk, rest, whatever it is, take that time, um, that quiet time, be intentional about resting or using it in a way so that you have the energy for, for, for the transition time. And I know that everyone's situation is different, right? So for some people... Transition time that you know they're rushing from work to picking up the kids up, right? So again, see if you can take that five or ten minutes. It doesn't it doesn't have to necessarily be a long time, but give yourself those quiet times, right? If your kids um if you're a morning person and you can take some quiet time in the morning before the kids wake up, try and do it then. If you're not a morning person and your kids wake up and they wake you up, perhaps you can have quiet time the evening before, right? Be intentional about the taking those quiet times, right? Again, it's about giving yourself permission to take those quiet times, be intentional about it and use them so that you can come into the transition times strong, right? I'll give you, I'll give you um, an, an example. And we're gonna go a little bit further about it that I heard from, from one of my, my teachers. 
So this is from Robertson Miller. And she's, she told me, I, I don't remember who it was. She said that there was a, a Robertson that she knew that every single day at a certain time, she would um, take a hard boiled egg, close the door to her bedroom. And she would tell the children, obviously they were at an age where it was safe for her to close the door for a few minutes. And, and she would say to them, You're, um, I, I'm making you a mum." right? What did she mean by this? She went in and she took her five minutes to go and eat her egg and whatever else it was. And you do you, right? It doesn't have to be hard boiled eggs. That's not your thing. If it's a cup of coffee, coffee, whatever it is, right? Intentional meditation, journaling, whatever it is that, that, that feeds your soul. And I did, I did another workshop on self-care and we went into, to that type of thing. And, and you're, you're welcome to reach out and, um, and ask me for it if that's, if that's interesting, interesting to you. But what she was doing there was saying, this is quiet time. I'm going to create this space where I can fill myself up so that I can go into those transition times strong. What's important to know also, and this is something that we can do in that quiet time, that transition time, is that as parents, sometimes we get really, really frustrated. One of the biggest triggers for our anger and our frustration is the gap between expectation and reality. Imagine this, right? You take your kids out for a day. In summer, you think, you know what? I'm going to take them out for the day. And you think it's going to be amazing. The kids are going to have a good time. Everyone's going to be happy. It's going to be fantastic. What happens? You take the kids out and they fight and they complain and they nag. And, and that gap between what you expect expecting and what you got creates frustration within us right so what we're going to do is we're going to stop before you head into a situation stop examine your expectations now what i want you to do is imagine the worst case scenario so imagine this right you go to the bathroom close the door kids are outside you're in the bathroom for like three minutes and you come out and you're just everything's fine right you're only in the bathroom for five minutes for three minutes right but before you go out think to yourself in those three minutes i imagine my kids wrecked the house right whatever they were coloring beforehand i bet they colored all over the floor or they threw everything all over the place now go out your bathroom right hopefully it won't be as bad as you imagined it to be but you is you're prepared for it, right? As opposed to when you come out of the bathroom, you expect everything to be fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness, like can't even go to the bathroom in, in peace for three minutes. No, that's, that's an expectation. Where where does it come from? Where does this expectation come from? Is it grounded in reality? Probably most uh, for a lot of us, no, right? So, so stop, examine your expectations, then lower them, lower them some more. And lower than some more. Expect the worst, right? And then hopefully you'll be pleasantly um, surprised, but you'll definitely be prepared to deal with what you find out, um, 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 in a calm way, right? So you're taking the kids out. Expect they are going to complain. They are going to whinge. They are going to nag because they're kids, right? And they're not thinking, wow. It's so nice of mommy or daddy to take me out, right? And look how much effort they're going to. All they're going to think is like, I'm thirsty right now and my legs are hurting and I have to wait for this ride two, three minutes, right? So lower your expectations. This is going to, this, when we can lower our expectations, it really reduces that frustration that, that we can feel later on. 
the next thing is also is in and again this is part of part of this this quiet time thing is that sometimes we don't necessarily have that quiet time right it would be great if always we could you know just we need quiet time we can get out but you know when it when it's when the reality is when you're parenting when you're parenting young kids you don't always get that time right so here's here's something that's important to know and this is this is we see this from the word russia right russia is a bad person someone who does a lot of evil things right it's related to the words rash what does that mean it means noise why because someone who who lives um, um, who does bad generally lives in the moment right they 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 they've got so much going on in their head they've got so much noise right they, they just rush 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 with all this noise going on they don't stop to think about it i'm sure this has happened to you this definitely happened to me right your kids say something right they ask you for something and all of a sudden you feel pressure to respond and you just respond right and and maybe you you know or you lose patience or whatever Right. So for these types of moments, we can carry our quiet with us, meaning that even though my kid is asking for something, it's okay to say, I don't know, I need to think about it. It's actually usually a very good thing, right? To slow down. We don't, we we often in parenting feel like we have to respond right away. The reality is very, very few situations have to be responded to right away. If it's a safety situation, right? If there's a kid that's running into the road, you have to respond right away, right? For most, the majority of parenting situations, it's better if we can slow down right? If we can turn around, and it's fine, it's good to turn around to our kids and say, let me think about it. Even if our kids, even if our kids have done something wrong, right? To think, I need to think about how to respond to that. Again, what are we doing? Number one is we're quietening the pressure within ourselves. And we're also at the same time teaching our children, don't respond right away it's okay to think about it it's good to think about it right so that's that's the thing and, and and this is really one of the reasons why I scheduled it now right because for some parents that are listening to this summertime is when their schedules quieten down right they're not rushing to take the kids off to school in the morning they're not doing homework they're not doing things for others for other parents um summer is when the schedule gets crazy because they've got work and they've got to sort out all the kids on top of it right so your schedule is such that this is the quiet before the transition time so take the time now to plan to think, right about what you want to do how you want to do it right we'll talk about um, what the opportunity is next so you can you can you can use this to inform you but if if that's if now is the busy time, then use the summertime when it's quieter for you. So you have you you can identify when your quiet times are, when your transitions times are, and that's how you will will get to um um ride learn to ride those waves so that you can fill yourselves in in those quiet times so that you come into the transition times with the energy to deal with it, and so to know that you can. Carry the quiet within you, right? That even if it's chaotic, it's okay, right? It's okay to drill down and it's okay to say, you know what, I, I, um, I'm gonna think about it. It's even okay if 
you know, you can't get everything done. And if a kid has to wait a little bit longer, right? It's okay. As long as you express that to your child and you tell your child, I want to give you that drink of water. I'll get to it as soon as I can, right? Just communicate with them about it. And it's, it's it, take that pressure off yourself. And that helps us respond in, in a more positive and, and, and a calmer way with our kids. Let's talk about the opportunity of the summertime, right? And again, regardless of what your um, sorry, hold on, just a second. Hopefully, over the summer summertime, you'll have some unscheduled time, right? There isn't, hopefully, the rushing to to get to school on time every day. Hopefully, there isn't the, the schedule of homework and the after school programs and everything, right? Hopefully, it is quieter right now the point of this unscheduled time it's such a powerful opportunity why because it's an opportunity when we can just be with our kids right now why it's important to remember that is because if we remember that the goal of my summer is to when i can be with my kids so that i can build that relationship then we we can use that to inform what we do in the summer, right? Because sometimes we get like caught up in this pressure of, I have to do what everyone else is doing, right? Actually, it may not work for you to do what everyone else is doing. So do what it is that you can make your summer easier, that you can enjoy time with your kids, right? You can enjoy just, just being with them. There's, there's something so powerful about just spending time chatting. You know, just, and, and some kids, some kids are very chatty, right? They'll come home and they'll tell you what's going on and they'll talk your ears off, right? Other kids, you ask them, how's your day? Right? Now, for these types of kids, for the kids that, that talk, 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 great. You can actually hopefully just sit and chat with them and hear them out. Your job's a little bit easier. For the kids that don't chat so much, perhaps you could do something together. Right? If there's something that they enjoy doing, maybe there's painting that you could do, or maybe there's just, you know, chalk. It doesn't have to be big and expensive and 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 difficult, right? It, just find something fun, relaxing, hopefully, you know, even playing a game together, right? Because sometimes that, or taking a kid for a drive, or right? Like, it, it's, it's a simply small things, but it's an opportunity when we kind of turn around to them, not by our words, but by our actions, and say, I'm here. I want to hear about you. I want to be with you. I want to be um, in your life. I want to know what's going on. And it's so incredibly powerful for our relationship with our kids. It, it's, it's, it, it, is, it is so worthwhile. So whatever you can do to make your summer easier, to remember that this is an opportunity to actually just build that relationship not by not by you know big expensive things and and it's, um I, I was I was um I'm a parent coach and one of the, I, I was coaching a client recently and she was given advice which to take her child out for a half an hour quality time once a week now it happens to be this parent has a few young children so it wasn't practical for her and Taking time, you know, a kid's time out um, um, for half an hour, yes, it can be valuable, but you don't have to do that. Right? You don't actually have to do that. You can spend 10 minutes while you're putting them to bed just chatting about nothing, right? You could, 
spend 10 minutes while you're eating breakfast making funny faces from the cereal, right? Minutes, right? Just randomly stop by your kids. And again, I've got a whole series on my podcast that if you want, so you can you can hear more about how to do this. You know, your your, your kids play and you stop by and you're like, oh, you just did that, right? Just and we can do this over the summertime. So so when we remember the goal to do that, then then we remember that part of that is making it easier for myself for for the parents so that we can enjoy the time the, the time with the kids more and finally focus on the goodness right again this is something i think that that summertime can can um sorry can can be useful and that is that hopefully if you have you know hopefully the weather's better or or you know or even you have a little bit less um um you have time to get away or time to do things together or or you know a little bit more time hopefully there's moments when you can just savor the sweetness right whatever it is even if it's just a moment here and just a moment there just just savor those moments right even if your kids is making a mess take a moment before you clean up before you get um, I'm worried about that. Just look at the joy on their face, right? To so just be with them as you experience the world and the summertime together. And do it out loud because it's such a powerful opportunity to teach our kids how to focus on gratitude as well. Because at the end of the day, we all have good things and not so good, not such good things in, in our lives. But when we take a moment to focus on What's going well? The gratitude, you know, wow, it's beautiful. The sun's shining. Well, look at that pretty flower. Or oh, it's so nice. I don't have to take you to this after school club and I can spend a few extra minutes. It just helps us become happier people and it helps it helps us enjoy being with our kids and it teaches our children too to enjoy the the um the the, the summertime as well. So these are just a few ideas, tips. Um, that you can sort of work on, take which ones work for you, which ones you think, I love that one, I'm going to, you know, that one re really resonated, I'm going to, I'm going to implement it in. And I also wanted to tell you about a fabulous, fabulous opportunity that I'm very, very grateful to be able to offer. I actually, um, actually got a grant to do this. So um, it's, it's um, very, very exciting. Let me tell you what it is. So basically, it is a group mentor coaching program, right? And it's not specifically um, um, focused on parenting, but it is excellent for parents. What do I mean by that is, I don't know about you, I have read many, many parenting books. I have listened to many, many parenting classes. Information is not enough, right? What you really need is transformation. And this is what this uh, group coaching program is gonna do. It consists of three parts. The first part is it's a six module course that teaches you about number one, how to set goals, right? And how, for example, if you want to become better in your parenting, it will teach you to actually do that, right? So how to do it in a manageable way, you can actually see the results. Then what it does, it, it, it will teach you how to achieve them, right? Because we Again, what as you know, what very often happens is we we come away, we're inspired, we're like excited to do it, and then well, motivation goes. This course teaches you what to do so that um, um, you can achieve your goals 
even when your motivation wanes, it teaches you how to recover from the times when you mess up, how to learn from our failures, right? So that's the course part about it, um, which is which is the information. Now, and and it's done in a way that that's um there's workbooks. Very it's 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 not time consuming at all. Um each each module is a maximum of an hour. And then what, what it is, is there's four group coaching sessions. So what, what, what does this mean? Is group coaching, I don't know if anyone here has experienced it, but it's incredible. Because what it is, is a session where you come as a group together and people bring their questions. There, there will be a bit of um, um, teaching as well, but people bring their questions. So what this does is two things. Number one, as a participant, you get the opportunity to come and talk and bring your issue, bring what's going on for you and hear from each other and, uh, and, and find out how to, um, how to solve it for yourself, right? Now, you also get to learn from each other because so often, um, you know, what we're going through is so similar to other people and it's so incredibly empowering to hear other people that are going through similar things. And what we can also do is we support each other. We build up a support network here through this um, group coaching course that will last you beyond the, the group coaching se um, sessions. And then the, the third part of it is that every group participant gets a one-to-one -one session with me where you can come and you can bring whatever it is and we will work out what you need to uh, um to do it again it's incredibly incredibly um, um empowering um group um coaching the the personal coaching and the group coaching um and it's it's really a an incredible opportunity to really go for your goals and and get there right if it's a parenting goal this is going to be amazing if it's a professional goal or if it's a personal goal, personal development goal. It's um, it's what what, I, what I'm going to be doing in this group coaching program is I'm going to be selecting a group of people that I think are going to work well together, and we we're going to support each other to really go and um, achieve the goals. And as I said, because I I got a grant for this. It's it's an incredible, incredible opportunity and, and a very small investment um, for for anyone that is um, qualifies to join. So if you're interested in 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 hearing how you join, you can email me gillaross at gmail.com and I will walk you through the process. I'm super super excited. It's really really going to be a life changing um, opportunity. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I am going to open it up to questions as well so if anyone has a question you're welcome to put it to to either unmute yourself or to put it in the chat um, meanwhile i did get a question ahead of time which i'm going to read out and answer so the question i got is an anonymous question from someone who says i have an older teenager who is quite addicted to phone time how do I lessen that when I'm not home from work and there's very little else that intrigues him as much? And I do ask him to get off, but he goes on it anyway and can't seem to stop himself. It's nothing illicit, just normal kid stuff like games and, and videos. I think this is a question that is very, very, very common, right? Um, um, kids, teen, preteens, teens that are spending more time on their screens than, than, than we, we as parents would like them to do. I think what's very, very important to know is that screens, phones, video games, 
social media, whatever you're, whatever our, the kids are doing on, on it, they are designed to be addictive, right? So we have to understand that this is normal, that they, sorry, I want to backtrack a minute because what I mean is, is this is common, right? It's very common. Why? Because they are designed that way, right? It's a billion dollar industry that is designed to keep us um, um, hooked on it. And that's why it's such a huge powerful powerful topic i actually did address this in a separate workshop on how to how to get your kids to reduce screen time so what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to um i'm going to link to it in in when i send out the email with the replay um and and you can watch then and if you have any follow on any other follow-on questions you can ask me then because it's it's a very very common problem and a huge topic and it's it's um, something that I've addressed in a separate um, webinar, which I will send out the recording for. All right, any other questions? All right, thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Um, again, if you are interested in hearing how to apply for this group coaching program, send me an email, and I'd like to wish you all a fantastic, fantastic summer. Um, thank you again for taking the time to invest in your family and in your kids today. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you'd like to find out more about my group coaching program or to find out if you can qualify for a spot on this transformational program, email me gilaross at gmail.com. And please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. Thank you and have a wonderful day.